Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I like it. He's got the Bulls theme because the Michael Jordan of the Washington Post is joining us. Uh, Gene Wong right now via the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter. Be the books. Download the BetQL app today with Doc Walker, Scott Jackson here on Burgundy Gold today. Gino, how you doing, buddy? Gentlemen, it's good to be on the air with you. Always no, good to hear from you. It's been too long. Yeah, I want to talk some college hoops with you. Uh, before we get to all the wildness from the men's tournament and we could, you know, uh, help Doc feel better about UCLA, I suppose. Um, <laughs> well, no, we, I, hey, look, man, we, we ain't no stranger to losing. I know that you uh, have also been uh, keeping tight tabs on uh, the women's tournament. Obviously, Virginia Tech, uh, one of the top seeds, or the top seed, I should say, uh, as they get yeah. ready for the Sweet 16. Uh, you did a really cool story about one of their top players as well. Uh, yeah, well, thank you for mentioning that, Scott. Um, Elizabeth Kitley, the best player in the ACC, two-time reigning ACC Player of the Year, um, a finalist for the National Player of the Year. You know, she's the engine that makes Virginia Tech go. They are the number one seed. Um, they're in the Sweet 16 and, you know, looking to get to the Final Four for the first time ever in program history. Um, anyway, Elizabeth Kitley, Kit- her closest friend is her half-sister, Raven, who has autism. And um, she, she's, everywhere she goes, she's trying to spread awareness about it and, uh, her sister, you know, they travel. She travels with the team and um, is basically a part of the team. Mm. And uh, just a really neat story about how, you know, she Elizabeth is using her platform to raise awareness um, for autism and the condition, and that you know you can be just the same. And it's it's a really it, it's a neat story. And they're it's, they're an easy team to cheer for for that reason. Yeah, it is a great story, and you can uh, check it out on the Washington Post uh, online, and or you know if you still get the printed paper as well. But yeah, <laughs> right. it, it, it is a very cool story, and, and it's amazing to think about Virginia Tech, you know, with with the, all the success they've had in sports. Period. But obviously, yeah. this is a, a a historic year for the women's program. Yeah, no, no doubt. I'm um, Kenny Brooks, who was at George James Madison, has come over and just done a great job recruiting. Obviously, if you ask any coach, the players are the ones who you know make the program, but. The coaches have got to get the players in there and get some, you know, they can build something special, you know, yeah. down the road from where you are at Meadow and Brendan Fries has built a, a, just a dynasty kind of program um, by getting great recruits year after year after year. And that's hard to do when you're trying to, you know, work from the bottom up. But Kenny Brooks is doing that in Blacksburg and they have a great foundation right now. I got to ask you about that <clears throat> club. I know it's kind of close to you. <laughs> it wears the orange and blue and white and, um, you know, you look for consistency. You want to know how you can count on a program. You can count on Cavaliers, and they're always damn good, and you get that. How do you feel? I know you're very close to it, but because of the nature of their play, they seem to be susceptible to things that happen to them in the tournament. Do you sense that, or is that a low blow? Did we lose Gene? I think we lost him. Well, we lost him. Well, Gino I was too, that's too tough of a question, apparently. <laughs> the way you set that up, I mean, uh, is he back? Yeah, he's back. I'm not sure what happened. All right, Gene, you back there? I mean, Doc asked you the tough question. You just bailed on him. I don't know what happened. And, and it bolted, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, 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 no comment, right? Right. Um, 
I'm sorry. Go ahead and ask. No, I'm just you know we've talked over the years. We're talking about the Cavaliers. Excellent program. Well coached. Everything's perfect about it. But when you keep these low scoring games and the tempo and the nature of how you play, you you seem a little bit more susceptible to getting caught. And or is it just one of those things? I mean, I my boys just got beat. I go. I'm glad to be in it to be beaten. I never take it as somebody yeah. jumping down. Oh, you guys like Yeah, but we were in it. And as long as your team wasn't in it, then I think I got one on you. What's your take on that? Well, well here's the thing. Uh, yeah, a national championship at UVA washes away a lot of stuff. But it is becoming um, puzzling. It's probably a, a, a good way to put it, how Virginia can bow out so early um, over after you know winning, sharing the ACC regular season title, going through that grind. Um, but that's the beauty of the of the NCAA tournament, right? It's it's one and done. And Virginia does keep a lot of teams in games because of the pace they play at. I mean, they're never going to run up and down the floor. So therefore, in theory, they're never going to you know have huge runs to pull away from from opponents. Now, Furman was a, a, a good good team, and they had the uh, Southern Conference Players of the Year. You know, he took over during a stretch of like thirty, like a minute and a half, where he scored nine straight points, had you know consecutive three point plays. Virginia just couldn't stop it. He was the best player on the floor for about two minutes, um, and that kind of just sent Virginia spiraling. And, of course, the play at the end, you know, K.A. Clark, the guy who's made so many winning plays, he has most wins of any ACC player in, in the history of the conference. And that's saying something, because we know some of the, the dudes that have gone through the ACC, right? He just made a play that you wish you could have back. You know, but he also made a play that set them to the national championship, the Final Four, you know, against Purdue, the pass that, that led to a jumper that went forced overtime, and then the rest is history for Virginia. So, yeah, I mean, that's just how – those are the players they get. They're not going to get guys like Zion Williamson. They're not going to get guys like Brandon uh, Miller at, at, at Alabama. They're not going to get the, the best players in the country. Tony Bennett's just going to coach them up, and they play defense, and that's how they play, and sometimes they get caught. Uh, last night we had some great games. Of course, uh, you know, Gonzaga now not as the favorite anymore, not as the team to beat uh, getting UCLA, but – and I knew that was. I mean, I've I, you know not breaking news here. I think that most people circled that one, said it was going to be you know the, one of the games of the tournament, let alone the game of the night. But I got to say, I kind of played second after watching Kansas State, Michigan State, with uh, with that game and how incredible that was. Uh, and obviously, you know, you got Marquise Noel, who's a you know a New York native, a kid from Harlem, finally playing at Madison Square Garden. He's all but five eight and. You know, maybe made one of the greatest plays and you know passes at least in tournament history with that alley oop as he's pretending to argue with his coach or have a conversation with him <laughs> last night. I mean, I, you know, they always have these one shining moment things. I got to think he's going to be all over one shining moment, uh, whether Kansas State's in or out after the next round. Yeah, no, there's no question. K State's a great storage room tag. He's built an incredible. Uh, you know, when you're K State. And you look at basketball and that and that state. What do you think? You think Kansas, yep, right? Obviously, exactly, so yep. you're already playing catch up. And, and look at look look, look 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 Kansas got bounced by Arkansas, you know. And now Kansas State's moving on. It's, it's it's a great story. The thing is to run into another great story, Florida Atlantic, a number nine seed, you know, in, in the Elite Eight. That's just, I mean, that's that's impressive. Not that what K State's doing is not. I mean, but they're a three seed, so we kind of expect them to to, to maybe be around. We're not that that, that surprised they're around at this time. But yeah, I'm very much looking forward to Florida Atlanta K State. This guard and do we are we always inclined or if you're five eight or if it, is it does that make it more of a novelty or are we more taken back by because this brother had nothing but game. I mean, I 
Yeah. I wasn't real familiar. I had seen some highlights, but I really locked in last night and uh, highly impressed. Well, you know, Doc, I mean, in in March, what you need to win are guards and great coaching. And, you know, K-State has both of them. And and so the the height doesn't really matter. I know we've heard this over and over again. We talk about this about football. It's not the size of the person. It's the size of the heart, right? And so you can be – how many many small guys that we've seen take over games in March Madness? We just – Remember those kind of things because, yeah, I mean, it's, I guess it's more magnified because of the kind of stage it's on. But when you get to this point, I don't care if you're a high major, mid-major, low major, you have players, and that's how you've gotten this far, right? So, um, and, you know, the way the basketball is, is, is transitioning or it's there now, you're going to have smaller guys, you know, be able to look at the NBA. You don't, I mean, I remember watching Steph Curry against Georgetown. You know, and I'm like, who's this guy? And he dropped 30 on the Hoyas and knocked him out in, in, in their opener, in yeah. their opener, right? So it's the way that the game is trending is smaller players are, are getting more run, and I think it's great. All right, we're talking to uh, Gene Wong, Washington Post, with us here on Burgundy Gold today via the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter, be the books, download the BetQL app today. All right, tonight you've got two number ones playing the last two one-seed standings. Alabama's first off with uh, San Diego State shortly thereafter uh, in – uh, the uh, Kansas City, Missouri will be uh, Houston and Miami. Do you, do you feel like either one of these teams has got more more on their hands tonight than the other? I, I you know, the game I'm really interested. In, I mean, they're going to be great, both of them. But I, I really like Miami. I know that uh, Houston yeah. practically went it all, so it's kind of uh, if, if everything is if all things being equal, uh, and all the teams that are around play their best game. Houston's the best team in the country to me. They have the best talent, great, great coach. Um, they play deep. They will D you up like Virginia does, but they can score in so many ways. And Marcus Sasser, obviously, is that injury early on was a thing to watch, but he looks fine. He looks, he looks like the old Marcus Sasser. But Miami has what we were just talking about, guards and great coaching. I mean, Isaiah Wong willed them to win that last game. He's the ACC player of the year. Larry Nagas taken George Mason to the Final Four. So we know how good a coach that man is. Now he's at an ACC school that he has resources at, uh, more resources. Um, and, you know, he's one of the last guys of that old guard standing in the ACC. You know, we're talking Coach Kay's gone, Roy Williams retired, Jim Beheim is just just retired. So, you know, Laird is the guy now kind of in, in that conference, and um, that guy knows how to win for sure. And they got, a, you know, Nigel Pack, a transfer. So they got older, experienced guards. Yeah. Now, if you're going to beat Houston, that's what you mean. You're gonna not, you, can, you can't turn it over. you got to make your threes, and you got to play smart, and you got to defend. And Miami does that. Now, I'm not saying they're going to beat Houston. But I think it might be tighter again than most people think it, it, it's going to be. Every year, we get this rush. Is this year a little different now that more of the transfer portal has been utilized? NIL is 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 more common. Are we seeing a version, a more ferocious version of basketball? I, I, I absolutely agree with that, Doc. And you can get good quickly now. And that's yeah. the thing. I was talking uh, with, with Ed Cooley, the new Georgetown coach, the other day about that. You know, now that you can use the portal, you can get guys to come to your program and build fast. So that's why guys like Patino, I expect to win right away. Ed Cooley, I expect him, the Hoyas to, to be back, you know, not where they were in the 80s, but back at least competing for an NCAA tournament bid pretty quickly. Um, you can get guys to come to your school, and you can, you know, when you're an established coach like that, um, you can get them to come and say, look, here's what I've done at previous places. I'm building. Uh, I'm doing it again. Come along for the ride. And, you know, you have the track record to prove it. So, yeah, the portal, NIL, too, you know, attracting, you know, that, that's part of it, too. But to me, the portal is the bigger deal. And um, 
it helps programs build much quicker than they could have previously. I'm glad you brought up Ed Cool because I did want to ask you about Georgetown before we let you go. I know you did talk to Ed yeah. Cooley. You were down yeah. there the other day. I, I said this to Doc. Yeah. I've said it a million times in the air. I thought it was a home run hire. I mean, I you know all the rumors about how this was in the plans for so long, blah blah. Whatever. I, the most qualified yeah. guy, <laughs> you know, I don't care. You know, he was the most qualified guy. I think it's going to be a big jump for them as well. Uh, what was your vibe just talking to him the other day? Obviously, I know you've t- dealt with him in the past, being at Providence, but now as he is the official yeah, Georgetown yeah. coach. Well, you know what? Dream big, and, and he, he's doing that. I mean, the first thing he's talked about was guaranteeing a national championship. and I, that's what, <laughs> if, if you're hired by Georgetown, that's what the standard is. That's the standard big John set, winning a national championship, going to Final Four. That has not been the standard in the last 20 years or so, sure. okay? That's as it, it, the program certainly has taken a downturn. Last six years under Patrick Ewing were not great. We all know that. 29 straight losses in the Big East. Um, and Cool is a proven winner. I mean, he, he's at Fairfield, he won. At, at, you know, obviously at Providence, he's won. You know, he was the co- national coach of the year last season. Right. Um, and seriously, when you talk to him, you feel like you can understand why guys want to run through a wall for him. I mean, he, he, he will motivate you, um, he'll get you to believe in, in that you can do great things. Um, and he recruits, he's recruited great guards. He really has. Chris Dunn, one of the best guards I've seen, you know, in the Big East in a lot of years. Um, and so the one thing he needs to get done, though, is establish those relationships in the DMV. The, to me, the best high school basketball region in the country. And I think he won't get a lot of argument about that. Um, you can just go to the WCC and get that pipeline and yep. get players out of there year after year. You'll be fine. Um, that's what he needs to do. And he knows it. But he said that he told me that was his number one priority is tapping into the, the talent in the DMV. Yeah, I, it's exciting. I mean, I, I really again, I don't, I don't know. I just think you got to be really extra negative not to like the hire. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. And, and here, the other thing, he, the other thing you mentioned that was great was he's going to talk to his buddy down the road in College Park, Kevin Willard. Yeah, he could be a Georgetown, Maryland year. That would be a, such energ, an energizing thing for college basketball in this area. Absolutely, love it. Hey, Gene, thanks for your time, man. Have a good weekend. Gino. We appreciate you giving us some time here today. You got it, fellas. Talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. All, All right, right Gene. Uh, Gene Wong with us, Washington good dude, Post. Good brother. Good brother. Always good to talk to. Uh, check him out on Washington Post. Uh, and get a story up there on uh, the Virginia Tech's women's program, which the 1-1 seed right now in the NCAA tournament.